Hi there. Welcome to the Power of Why podcast. The Power of Why aims to deliver the message that fulfillment begins with self-awareness. Self-awareness is a muscle, it is a skill, it requires practice. And through this platform, I want to introduce you to women who are in tune with their why and who inspire a different way of thinking, who have inspired me to explore more, laugh more, live more, ask more. This show aims to dig deeper into the importance of why you must take the time to build your self-awareness muscle in order to feel and experience more fulfillment in your life. This is not a show that attempts to illustrate a blueprint for finding your why, because it's different for everyone. But by sharing these inspiring stories of changemakers who are living out their why, my hope is that it sparks something in you to ask different questions or dig a little deeper around what makes you tick. Everyone, super excited to introduce you to today's guest. Meet Monique Bryan, a speaker, personal branding expert, and triple positive breast cancer survivor. Monique helps successful women entrepreneurs package and sell their genius and unlock the lucrative world of personal brand building. Bringing over 15 years of top level industry experience and featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, Monique is a highly requested speaker and panelist. Monique draws widespread admiration for her passion, hustle, and unshakable commitment to helping women showcase their expertise and pitch with confidence. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the Power of Why podcast. I am so happy to be sitting down with with Monique Bryan. She is a business strategist and brand coach. You may have seen her in Entrepreneur Magazine talking about her experience attending the Girl Brass uh, Rally in LA, you know, right after her cancer diagnosis. So Monique, on your blog, you talk, you know, about all of life's roller coasters and how you've managed to continue to do what you love. So thank you so much for joining us here. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. So I'd really love for you to start... Um, with what came before, um, you know, starting on this entrepreneurial journey as a business owner, as a business owner, um, you mentioned a wake up call that you had. So, you know, what's your origin story? Um, I mean, I think I kind of call myself a serial entrepreneur because I've had a couple of businesses before the one I have now. Mm -hmm. Um, So my background's in product development uh, and coaching other entrepreneurs on how to build business. I have a deep love for um, problem solving in business. And I think that that's a key component when you want to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had my first company in 2009. I had a jewelry company for six years. I was selling across Canada and in the USA. And um, that was really where I got my entrepreneurial legs, I would say. So I, <laughs> I went from making a six-figure income at my daytime job to quitting and going out on my own and losing all of my savings <laughs> very yeah, quickly, making yeah. a lot of costly mistakes. And I was really asking the question, like, it does, like, I was like, why does it need to be this hard? So I started taking all of these business courses. And through that, I started meeting other entrepreneurs who would ask me, how do you know this? And how do you know that? And I was yeah. like, okay. There is definitely a need here. So from there, I went into coaching and consulting. Mm-hmm. So you're all self-taught by that point, right? Were you, working, were you working with a, with a coach at that time before you became a coach yourself? Um, at that time, no. I was not working with a coach, but I did have mentors 
which I seeked out and stalked in some cases. Yeah. But I was like, I would really love for you to help me with my business. And the one thing I uh, find with mentors is, you know, if you show you're passionate, if you go after what you want, um, and they see you doing the work and taking the recommendations and all of the, the feedback, a mentor will come on board. And that's what happened with me. A couple mm. of mentors did come on board um, just to help me because they wanted to see me succeed. And one of those mentors ended up asking me to join her company uh, and become her chief operating officer at her startup. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, so it was great because that took me into a whole nother realm because I went from working, going from a solopreneurship to you know, a partnership, which is a whole different way of running a business. And we were working with really big brands now. So we were working with like Tom Shoes and Burberry and PayPal. And we were helping entrepreneurs build their prototypes, build their first product and put it into the market. Mm -hmm. And we were dealing with sponsorship and like all these different pieces of that I was not familiar with. And I was like, oh my God, I am getting like a crash course again in yeah. what it takes to, run, to run a business. Mm -hmm. And that was invaluable. And my mentor, she went from being my mentor to being my business partner uh, to being my friend, really. And after two years of doing that, I realized this was not what I wanted to be doing. It was great. I had a good run and uh, I left that company. And within three months, I was diagnosed with triple positive breast cancer. Yeah, yeah. Tell us and, about that. And, um, well, I mean, it's kind of like one of those things where they say, you know, when one door closes, another one opens. <laughs> this one opened. It wasn't the one I was expecting, but yeah. this one opened. And, you know, as difficult as it was, I was set up in the best possible way to now take care of my health. And not everybody can say that. Like life happens, it's going to happen. It's never a great time to be diagnosed with cancer or have anything, any kind of tragedy strike. Yeah. But I didn't have a lot of responsibilities other than myself to go now take care of me. Right. So for the next nine months, I was undergoing treatment uh, for breast cancer. And I can say now I'm actually coming up next month will be my two year anniversary. Yeah, I was diagnosed mm -hmm. the day before Valentine's Day. Thank you. I know initially when <clears throat> when I first um, you know came across you and your work, it was actually at a uh, an event in in Toronto, and there was a panel of you know four remarkable women, including Monique, who um, and the whole topic who are entrepreneurs, and the whole topic of the night was talking about you know the realities of being an entrepreneur and how difficult it is and, and kind of, you know, that feeling of sometimes being alone, like feeling like you're alone in it. Mm -hmm. um, so what is it that keeps you going? What are you striving to achieve in your business? Currently, right now, you're doing more personal branding and, yes. and helping people with their personal brands. So that's a, that's a really good question. I mean, the loneliness is a real deal. And I think if you're ever building anything and only sometimes it's only you who can see it, like you can see the vision. So it becomes like a lonely road. And if you have people in your life who are not entrepreneurs, they're not going to get it. They're not going to understand the time that needs to be spent weekends, evenings, missing birthdays, your friends, birthdays, your, their kids, birthdays. Um, one thing I can say is I have a really great support. My husband's also an entrepreneur, so mm -hmm. he gets it. Yeah. So that helps. My brothers are both entrepreneurs. Um, 
not, I wouldn't say all my friends are. A lot of my new friends are entrepreneurs, which is great. But I also- you met on this journey, right? Basic, yes, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also seek out people who are um, on the same path that I'm on so we can have similar conversation, yeah. right? Because I do believe that that is the way to grow is to bring in people who can support you, your tribe, and think how you think and can push you and challenge you. Um, The thing that pushes me today in my business, I mean, I could, I mean, I could say, oh, personal branding, I love it so much. And that's the thing. But that's not it. Personal branding is required. If you're going to thrive and grow in the way that everything is changing right now, right? It's like people want to know about the person behind the brand. Right. right? Yep. You look at Apple, you want to know Steve Jobs. You look at Facebook and you want to know about Zuckerberg. Like those people impact the business so much. We as consumers want to know who the heck is behind the brands that we're put, giving our money to. So that's why I focus on this because I feel like there are a lot of women that I meet who have amazing stories, things to share. But if you were to look at their online persona, right. they're it, it's a mess. It's a hot mess. <laughs> Ain't nobody, no one's going to buy you. Buy right. anything. You look at a hot mess. So I was like, if I can just help them get that in order so they can go do what they love, then I have done my job. But really what just drives me is like, because I know anything could happen tomorrow. Like I was, when I was diagnosed, I was literally like, I had just gotten married. I was living my best life. You know, I didn't think anything could touch me. Mm-hmm. And that came out of nowhere and it gave me the biggest wake up call that, oh my God, you don't have as much time as you may think. You right. may have a lifetime, but you may not. Right. And Nothing is guaranteed. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's that, that's what drives me. It's that knowing that tomorrow may be the last day. Your breath may be the last breath you take the next one. So are you doing today? what you wanted to always be doing or are you waiting to get to a certain point before you go do the thing you really want that's yeah. what pushes me okay and you talk a lot about timing on your on your website like there is no right time um, to go out and you know start that new venture or um, you know start that passion project or whatever it is that you want to be doing but I want to go back to the conversation about surrounding yourself with the right people. And it seemed that you realized um, that you don't have to build your business alone very early. So you were reaching out to folks who, you know, had already kind of done what you, what you wanted to do um, and started reaching out to folks very early when starting your business. So how would you, like for those who may be fearful or second guess, why would someone else want to help me on this journey? Um, what was the mind? Like, what are some pieces of advice you would you would provide those types of people? Um, well, first, I would say, like, you really need to be passionate about what you're doing. That's one. Yeah. Like, people like enthusiasm and excitement is contagious, right? So, people want to help other people if they have something that they could offer you, and they're excited about what you're doing because you're excited about what you're doing. Yeah then they'll come on board. So one, you need to get really rooted in what it is that you're doing and let your passion lead the way. That's one. Because people are only going to be attracted to people who they're like, who really like bring them great energy. Right? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be around anyone draining their energy. Right? <laughs> you know those people where you're like, oh my God, my business sucks. I'm just starting out. It's so hard. Nobody wants to pay for any, like nobody wants to hear any of that negative talk ever. Of course. No matter how right you are. Mm -hmm. right so one thing is like definitely you got to be rooted in what you do 
Um, you've got to be passionate about what you do. You've got to leave all the negative talk outside the door. Do not, do not express that to anyone, but maybe your significant other. Um, and even they're going to get tired of hearing of it. Mm-hmm. And then you really want to keep like observation is key. Asking the right questions is key, but getting out there and networking is a big piece of this game, right? Like you can fast track a relationship in a couple of interactions versus having conversations online, right? right. So if there's somebody yeah. you really, really want to mentor you or learn from, it's like one, do you already res- consume the free content that they have out there? Like that's a big piece because people say that they, oh, can you mentor me or something like that? And haven't done the research? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, don't ask for, for, for free um, mentorship if, that, if exactly what you're asking for can be found on that person's website. Right. It's crazy to me that people do that. <laughs> it's so infuriating, actually. Um, so and you can tell as the one that oh, yeah. is being reached out to, you can tell if that person has done their research because you've done it. You've, you've been in their shoes, right? So Yeah, you've got to get, like, get to know who you're dealing with. Right. If you think you want them as your mentor, why do you want them? Yeah. Right? Because they're successful, they're doing something you wish you were doing. It's like if you're constantly in their feed, top of mind, you respond back to their emails, you're on their list, you actually are attending their events. That's a big one. If you're somebody who wants to go meet them, their yeah. places, those people are usually very visible. Mm-hmm. Go meet them. I remember the first mentor I got, I had to go to three of his free live sessions. And he was like, at one point, and I would go and ask him questions after every session. And he's like, weren't you here already? <laughs> he's like, weren't yeah. you just here? Didn't yeah. you take, I said, I was, but I really, really need your help with my marketing and my website. Mm. I really just, he's like, I go, I'm just going to ask you a question. And he ended up, off, he's like, okay, listen, I w- he's like, I will give you one coffee meeting, one okay. Okay. to look at your stuff. I'm like, really? Oh my God, that's so awesome. And from there, it's been like, oh my gosh. That was probably like 2011 wow. and we're still like in contact. Like he doesn't advise me as much on my business anymore. Now we're just friends. But like for a long time, we would meet like once a month at a Starbucks. He'd be like, what are you doing? Where are you going? What do you want to be doing? And I was like, well, I really want to, at the time I was like, I really want to go work with women in other countries and help build. And he ended up, you know, connecting me with someone who sponsored me to go to Guatemala to work with a woman's initiative. I was like, oh my God. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. And but it was like going after what you want, showing up, yeah. and be willing to hear no. Mm-hmm. And I think with practice, that becomes so much easier. Like not being fearful for um, hearing that. Like what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, no, I can't help you at this time. Right. But I think if you're able to be persistent, like you mentioned, but also knowledgeable and willing to learn, then people are more than willing from my experience, people are more than willing to help. Um, mm-hmm. There was a cool uh, article that I was reading about where this prof had her students um, go out and try to receive 20 no's in a day. Mm-hmm. So they would go to uh, different like retail stores, they would go to coffee shops, and they would ask for stuff. They would ask for discounts and you know whatever <laughs> to try to get a no. Yeah. And they found it actually to be quite difficult. So <laughs> I think when you have good intentions, um, it really you could feel it, you could sense energy. Um, so that's really really great advice. Thank you, Monique. Well, um, you're developing that tough skin too, right? Yeah, yeah, that's super important. Mm-hmm. So in terms of um, taking risks, talking about risks, um, mm-hmm. especially in your, in your business, we can, I don't think we can avoid that at all. 
but what was one, um, do you have any stories, one that worked out great for you and maybe one that didn't work out too well and what you learned from both? Um, risks are the name of the game. If you're afraid of risk, then entrepreneurship is not for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even sure if life is for you. I'm just saying. <laughs> like risk, risk is the name of the game. If we don't risk, you can't gain. Right. So that's like my philosophy on risk, period. Right. Like you can take calculated risk. No one's telling you to be irresponsible, but you've got to take some risks. Um, I when I look at my my whole career, it's been risks, you know, from my first job moving from Toronto to Montreal, where I didn't know anybody. You know, I didn't know anything just going and doing it on my own to when I had my my jewelry company. I there was an open call in New York uh, at Henry Bendel to basically be like, come present your line in front of the buyers, first come, first serve. If we like you, you'll come back and you can come and sell in our store. I sat outside of their store at 3 a.m. with other risk takers, with the other people. It was kind of like American Idol, right? Where you line up, first come, first serve. And then when they open, like when they start at nine, people were like changing on the street, (laughs) getting ready to present in front of the buyers. Like that was a huge risk for me because I was a new entrepreneur. I didn't have tons of cash. I went by myself and it paid off. You know, they called me back. I went and I got to sell in their store for a weekend. It was amazing. The top, you know, accessory store in the world at the time. Yeah. And it taught me a lot about my industry. It taught me a lot about what I was capable of. And when I went and I joined this other company, this startup with my business partner, like we had no idea if what we were going to do would work. It was a new business model. You know, we had our individual contacts, but nobody knew who we were. We were approaching people like PayPal and being like, give us money (laughs) to put this on. And we promise X, right? Um, Just because we believed in it and it worked out great, you know, but um, you never know if the risk, even starting this business, like you just never know if it's going to work. And it's definitely pointed me in the direction of what I want to be doing. But had I not tried a bunch of things, I wouldn't even know. You wouldn't have even like fallen into this, right? No way. Yeah. It's funny. You can't, you can't plan any of this stuff from happening, right? Not really. So a lot of the times it's kind of, um, you know, trial and error, making mistakes and then learning from those quick quickly and being able to apply it to the next thing that you do a hundred percent very you know some of the action execution oh my god yes because there's a lot of the um you know these quotes and like motivation i think motivation is garbage i mean mel robbins talks about this all the time <laughs> <laughs> just going Five out second rule exactly <laughs> yeah like mel robbins yeah yeah um <clears throat> so do you do anything so in terms of those risks and, and fears that you may have. Um, how has fear setting made you more confident in going after what you want? Um, do you, because something that huge, that really drives me, like you mentioned before, is nothing is guaranteed. You don't even know if we have tomorrow. So um, a lot of things that, like the one thing that really keeps me going is what, I don't want to be asking myself, what if? What if mm-hmm. five years ago I had started, you know, this venture? Well, I, I hate that question. Um, so it's about just testing it and seeing if it would work out. So do you do fear setting exercises? Um, anything well, that has made you more confident in going after what you want? Well, I feel like confidence comes 
from the trying, right? Like the confidence, it's like, I consider myself to be a, a relatively confident person, but I'm a confident person in the things that I know, right? And which we all are, yeah. but it's the things that we don't know we want to go after that we're like, oh, I'm not too sure because I don't know that. But the confidence only comes from don't want to have any regrets ever. Right. right. And you know, Gary Vee is somebody I listen to like on a regular basis. And he's like, Same. if you want to learn about life, go talk to a 90 year old person right. and listen to all the regrets that they have. And I was, that's what I say to my clients when they're like trying to start something new. And the fear is like having the com is running the conversation. I'm like, are you going to regret this one day? When mm -hmm. you're 90 years old. And if the answer is yes, then the only thing to do is to do it. Right. Because regret will kill you. Mm -hmm. So I don't, do any um, fear-based exercise? I just do. Okay. The fear, uh, the fear. When I'm fearful of it, that's what drives me. I don't like the fear. I don't like the well. You can't do that conversation that I have with myself. Right. If I'm having that conversation, then I'm like, okay, how do we make this happen? Because we don't live in that world. We're not having that conversation. Like the I can't, or it's not for me because I'm not qualified. It's like, okay, what qualifications do you need to get? What experience right. do you need to get? How right. do you get that client? How do you get that opportunity? Especially when like, I want to do more speaking this year, for instance, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. like, okay, I did some last year. I want to do more next year. It's like, okay, well, what do you got to do to get more speaking? It's like, would I be petrified to get on a stage of 10,000 people? Of course I would. If someone offered to me, would I do it? Of course I would. Because it's like the only way I'm going to know is if I do it. Right. So mm -hmm. action will eliminate fear any day of the week. And you realize even like once you start doing it, in my mind, it's kind of like, you know, this is not as bad as my mind made it yes. up to be. It's never as bad as it is in your head. Ah, okay. So it just clicked right there when you said confidence is doing it. It is the action. Yeah. Because you like within the first 30 seconds, you're sure you're shaking, but I think that's your body just helping you out, right? Because mm -hmm. we need the blood to our, to our brain. So I agree. if you flip that and say, this is really exciting and exhilarating, it, it's all in the mind. It all starts with the mindset for sure. And mm -hmm. another thing that I had read just um, was that excitement and like nervousness come from like the same part of the brain. Mm -hmm. Like your body has the same like physical reactions. So we can use um, it. It can, right. So that's why when people are like excited, but they're like, Oh my God, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I'm like, you're just excited. You're about to jump into something huge yeah. and your body's just like, yeah, give it to me. <laughs> like, Don't even worry about that. And they're like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Right. And that just usually gives them, you know, a little boost to keep going. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for that. Um, no <clears throat> how, okay. So you talk about uh, so with, with regards to personal branding, it's kind of, you know, helping entrepreneurs, storytell and being able to package everything that they have into uh, something that people want to be a part of like whether that's you know in the digital space so whether that's their website or you know their Instagram uh, feed mm -hmm. so like what would be your piece of advice in terms of getting clear on your value proposition and what it is that you bring to the table and when you first started out, how did you think about packaging your service offering? Um, well, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. Mm -hmm. um, so how you described what I do, yes, is very accurate. Um, packaging your online persona and um, curating it. So one, you've got to be rooted in your message. You've got to be rooted in what are you saying 
you is your message to the world what do you want people to know now that they found you because that is the thread that runs through everything right so yeah. if you are a health coach and you are talking about i don't know working out or veganism it's like what is your what is your message what do you want people to know what are your values and beliefs like why do you want people to know this right because that's what people end up following it's like right. we're all doing i wouldn't say anyone out there is doing something so unique that it's never been done before very few right so it's why you are the one to deliver the message that you're delivering so mm -hmm. people want to know a bit about your story so we always look at your genesis story how did like you would ask me in the beginning right like yeah. how did this come to be what were some of the things that were said to you along the way that had you think the way you do and we weave that in to um, their messaging so i would encourage everybody to go and write out what are the stories that have taken you to the point that you're at right now. I have my clients write out, what is your brand, your brag bank? Um, yeah. So that's a phrase coined by Daniel Leslie, like writing out your accomplishments and your achievements, no matter how small, what have you done that qualifies you to go and now talk on this, speak on this subject? Okay. Right. Cause a lot of people are fearful. They're like, I'm not qualified to do this. And a lot of the times we're very qualified. We just don't remember all of the great shit we did. So you've got to write it out and sometimes you need to go look at it and you'll be like, Oh, I'm pretty awesome. I did this. I helped the client with this. I helped my, my friend with that. Um, I helped a customer. A customer said this about me. Uh, another piece is I gather testimonials. Testimonials are, are the proof we, you need. Right. Right. So anyone you've ever worked with or anyone you've ever helped, you send them an email, you send them a DM, you get on the phone and you're like, listen, could you please just write a couple of sentences to tell, tell me where were you before? And where are you now that we've worked together or that mm -hmm. we've had a conversation mm -hmm. or used my services? Um, and then because the message is the key, but nobody can hear your message if, you're, uh, if your brand identity and all of the online stuff um, it doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just distracting. Yeah. So I can't hear how professional and great you are if all of your profile pictures are selfies and dark <laughs> and I can't see your face. Right. right? Like yeah. I can't even hear what it is. The great stuff that you offer. You need <laughs> amazing holistic health Reiki healer, but I can't hear any of that mm. because your pictures are all crap. Mm. That's just really don't. powerful. We're just, we're, we're just visual beings. We want to see beautiful aesthetics. You know, if your website is hard to navigate and I don't know why the heck I'm on here and it looks like a, like a, a cluttery mess. That's how I'm going to feel to, like you're going to handle me. Right. Right. Mm, okay. Great point. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like even, um, outside of the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial context, when you're going for interviews, for example, um, they definitely Google search you and see what's, what's online. And you talk about, we all have a brand presence. We all have a digital presence, mm -hmm. but don't you want to own what is, what is out there? Don't you want to curate it? Um, yeah. the way that you want to be presented online. So. Exactly. Yeah, fantastic. And whether you're an entrepreneur, a business professional looking for a new opportunity, you already have your nine to five. It's like, it doesn't matter if you're trying to start something on your own or you already have a gig. You're on your personal brand isn't going anywhere. It's your reputation. That's right. all it is. Yeah. Right. So it's going to look however you, <laughs> it's going to look however it's going to look. So you might as well curate how it looks. Because yeah, yes, like you said, well. everyone is Googling you. Yeah, more, exactly. people are, more people are meeting you online than they're ever going to meet you in person. So what is your online presence saying? 
Yeah. And even before they meet you in person, they're trying to, that's what I do before I meet someone for yeah. a coffee or, or whatever the case may be. So it definitely speaks for you before you even hundred percent you know, say that first. Hello. That's great. How did you first start off um, with your personal brand? Let's say with your, with your jewelry business. Uh, I can say that when I was doing the jewelry business, I was doing all of this wrong. I'll be very honest with you. I was focusing so much on the product and making the product a star. I didn't think so much about personal branding back then. I didn't know enough about personal branding and the importance of it. And that was like maybe, I guess that would be almost like 10 years ago now. Um, so as time went on, what I realized is the more people I would meet and they would say like, oh my gosh, you do that thing. Or, oh my gosh, you do that thing. You become known as that thing, mm. Right. And then however you are in that situation, that is now going to follow you. So if they met you and you were great and wonderful and engaging, that's how they have now perceived you. When they go speak to somebody else, that is how they're going to describe you. And I started to make these relationships with people and see that in, the, in only a couple of interactions, we were acting like we were best friends. Yeah. And I was like, what happens? There's an energy that's exchanged in person that cannot happen online. So I was seeing that when I was running, I ran two coaching programs last year um, for entrepreneurs who were building business. And we were, at the beginning, we were looking at all of the different parts of your business. But the piece that they were struggling with the most was who are they, what's their message, and what does it look like online? Yeah. And we were spending so much time in that area that that's how I ended up pivoting into focusing on personal branding. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, this piece is something that not everybody has a great way with words. Not everybody knows how to take a great photo, right? Fair enough. We all have our talents. So we're going to just spend time on this because everybody is spending so much time on the Instagrams, right? On the feed. If you're going to yeah. spend all of your time there, mm -hmm. I think that's where you're going to make your money, then we better clean it up. Right. We better clean it up. Mm -hmm. That self-awareness piece is the foundation. It is. And, and sometimes I, it's tough to do the work on that because, um, you know, even in school, it's not like we ever talk about, you know, those certain subjects. So if, you know, your close friend group or even your parents are not um, talking about self-awareness and getting to know yourself better and like asking yourself the right questions, then it's mm -hmm. almost as if you, you go along not even knowing who you are and what you like. And especially in the age we're living in now when um, everyone's like we're just bombarded with stuff on social media. Mm -hmm. um, I find that we can go um, just kind of pulling from everyone thinking, oh, I, I, I like that. That's nice. Maybe I'll attach that to my personal brand or whatever the, the case may be. Yeah. So shiny there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I find like, it's funny that you brought that up. So recently I became a part-time faculty at a college teaching create creativity and innovation. Yeah. And one of the key things that I try and do is, and I, which I just had the lecture yesterday, was telling them, because they're all getting ready to graduate and go look for a job. And I was like, I know that that's what you quote unquote should do, but do you realize that as much as you're being interviewed, you're also interviewing those companies? 100%. And that self-awareness of what do you think you're going to learn from working there is the key and the only thing you need to be worried about. That's right. it. Otherwise, why are you spending your time there? Why are you going to go spend the next how many years? Because time is not something we can go get back. Mm -hmm. If you don't think you're going to learn something there, like what are you going, what are they going to do for you? 
Right. Right. And that's something we were never taught when I was in school. It was not about that. Go get a good job. We get our stats as a university, check mark, the end. Mm-hmm. And then those people end up in jobs that they hate or they quit and they just end up working retail. Do you think part of it is is that people may feel like they don't have a choice? Like especially during that that interesting period between like finishing school and, and starting, um, you know, in a, in a position, like if you decide to go to a nine to five, um, a lot of the times, I don't know, maybe people feel like they don't have the option to be picky or discern what opportunities they want. But I feel like the, the interview dynamics definitely change when you know what you bring to the table and what your value prop is and that you don't, you're not willing to settle for less, for less because you have leverage. That's a, you hit it like right on the head. I mean, I do find when you know what you want, yes, that that conversation and that interview is going to go very different. Some people feel they don't have a choice. If it's financially, you don't have a choice. That's a different story, but you know, you're going to the job to make money. So make sure you're getting paid what you're worth. That's a money conversation. But if we're talking about a learning conversation, it's like, what are you actually going to learn? And some people, you know, one of the, I remember a student yesterday was like, well, I don't know what I really want to be doing. It's yeah. like, yes, but you know what you're interested in. Yeah. You know what you want. You may not know the job title you're going after. You may not know where that leads you, but you know what you're interested in. And if you don't go somewhere, research the company. You know what I mean? It's like, find out, do people actually like working here? Is this going to drain <laughs> the life out of you? Or is there going to be places where you can work in different departments and learn more? Yeah. Because you don't know what you want, right? So like you were saying, it's that self-awareness piece. It's definitely that self-awareness piece. It's like you've got to know what you like, what you just dis- and listen. You can take personality tests online. You can go get a mentor. You can go get a coach. You can like go work at a different type of go bartend, where you got more yeah. flexibility and you make more money while you figure it out. Yeah. Go intern. Like there's so there's many not doing work placement. Yeah. It's crazy to me. It's like if you want to work at a magazine, don't worry about what they're going to pay you. Go work at the magazine for free. <laughs> You only need like three months to learn what you need to learn. Yeah. You can't do three months. Most of them are living at home. What's Mm -hmm. the problem? There's so many different creative ways to go about getting what you want. There's no one path for that, to do that for sure. People aren't getting creative enough. Like you said, that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. That's problem solving. That, that, That creative way of getting what you want will be the thing that has you stand out. That's amazing. I totally agree with you 100%. Um, so we're getting to the, the tail end of the interview. I have two more questions for you, Monique. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the first one is, you know, what is your go We talked a lot about um, self-awareness, and I love that subject, uh, but personal branding as well. So what is your go-to resource when it comes to um, these two subjects, whether they're books or, you know, like a specific podcast episode that you, that you really mm-hmm. enjoyed? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I mean, Gary V always gets me hype. He will get me anytime I'm in a woe is me. He will get yeah. me hype and in action every time. Yeah. Um, so that's Same. one. Uh, who else? I mean, Tony Robbins always. Always. I love his podcast. I love his books. I love his interviews. All of that. Um, both very action oriented. I agree. Yes. Right. And it, and I mean, it also is about your personality, right? Like I'm very self-aware that that's the type of like, some people like to go to like, you know, a kickboxer class and some people like to do yoga, right? It's like, you got to know what your temperament is and what voices are going to penetrate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very clear on, on that. And I also, 
I've done um, training in coaching uh, over the last few years. So I am a Landmark gra graduate. I don't know if you're familiar, Landmark is personal development, um, personal and professional growth training and development, Ooh, and okay. they, they're across um, the world. And it is all about how to get into action with the tools that you already have as a human being. Okay. And that has been like, I don't know, like- Game changing? Game changing. Game changing. I did, I've been doing different programs there since 2015. And I have a lot of people in my life who've also done that work. And that makes my life a lot easier because we're all speaking the same language. And yeah. it, it may, it's a very action-oriented type of training. You don't get to sit in your feelings about anything, <laughs> about nothing. Okay. You get to feel it and move on. So it's not about not feeling it. It's about feeling it and moving on. So I know like when I was going through cancer, yeah. I had coaches around me who knew me and knew that work who could coach me every day. So I did not get left in my feelings and take myself out mentally that's a big piece so doing like that personal development work is the piece all people need but as entrepreneurs the personal development work if you are not if you're like if you're having personal issues you can't you can't build a successful business you can't run a successful business yeah you because at that point you you are you are the business so if you you're are healthy, the business yeah exactly yeah you're the most important resource mm -hmm. in that business yeah and then what was the other one you said self-awareness and the other one was? Uh, personal branding. Oh, personal branding. Yeah. Um, you would I, be a great. <laughs> I look at my own self. No. Yeah. Um, I no, like, but I mean for others out there, I mean, you would be, I'll have all of your information um, in the show notes as well. Um, I, I look at, uh, there's a great book, uh, The New Brand You by okay. Jody Broad. Uh, is an amazing book on, brand, on personal branding. And building a brand story uh, is another book. I can't remember who who the, the, the author. author is, but there that how to build an actually great story. Yeah, uh, that is an amazing resource as well. And um, oh, it's by Donald Miller, building a brand story. Yeah, building a brand story. Okay, yeah, I'll check them out. And the the last question on the Power of Why podcast is. What's your why, Monique? What, gets, what do you strongly believe that you were meant to do during your time here? And I think when it comes to, to purpose, it can be a very fluffy subject. But at the end of the day, this is what keeps you going when it gets tough. And there are like, you know, that whole roller coaster um, image in your head, that's definitely, I think, the life of an entrepreneur for sure. Um, so what keeps you going? What's your why? My why is that tomorrow is, is what we talked about. Just like tomorrow isn't promised. And yeah. we all have these amazing gifts sitting in us. And if I can do anything to have somebody recognize that it's possible, because I meet people who are like, it's just not meant for me. It's just not possible. Whatever that is. I meet a lot of people trying to do their second shot. So they may have already had a career or had a life. And they're just like, well, I'm too, you know, I'm too old now to go and start something brand new. And it's just mm -hmm. like, you don't even know how much time you have. You can right. make a whole, you can make such an impact if you just stepped into who you are. Right. So I think it's like, I definitely think that I'm here to inspire others to go after what they want. I'm, and I'm the one to put the fire under your ass. Some mm -hmm. people hear that fire from different people. I feel like a lot, there's nothing I'm saying is brand new to people. Um, but it's sometimes you hear it from a certain voice where you're like, you're the one who made me take action. Right. You're the one who told me it was possible. And that's the voice I heard. 
And sometimes it's also catching or hearing it at the right time in your life, you know, when you're ready for it. Otherwise, yeah. if, you're, if you're not ready to hear it, then it's maybe not something that you'll implement at that time. But Yeah, we're all like that. Like, I've been yeah. here, I hear things sometimes <laughs> that I was like, you know, am I, and somebody will say, they're like, I told you that like three years ago. <laughs> I'm like, did you? Wow. <laughs> you know? I was ready so. to intake it, though, at this time. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. Thank you. I cannot thank you enough for, for chatting with me, Monique. Um, thank you. This is fun. It was so much fun. The wealth of knowledge that you have shared with us today is like, I'm super grateful. So thank you for taking the time. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I love that you're spreading this message. Hey there. Thank you so much for watching this week's episode. I hope you took at least one thing that you could implement today to strengthen your self-awareness muscle.